Pulse 95. 95. 95. Every day. Pulse 95. It's a Sharjah story. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. Hello and welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats. I'm Sally Musa and this hour we are going to be meeting someone who had a new vision for the way women can socialise here in the UAE, but it's not just going to be here. It's going to go worldwide. It's very exciting. Founder and Managing Director of Unveil DXB, Sabrina Salhi, is going to be joining me in just a few moments uh, to talk millennial Muslims entrepreneurship and so much more. It's Life Beats with me, Sally Musa, on Pulse 95. From the heart of Shaka, Pulse 95. A story to tell. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. 95. Yes, welcome back to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Unveil DXB is an event concept that is the first of its kind, giving women a strictly female-only space to enjoy an inclusive gourmet food and drink, music, dance, pampering, networking, pop-up shopping, uh, giveaways, goodie bags. There's so much to this. It's incredible. All under one roof. To tell us more, I've got... Uh, with me here in the studio, Sabrina Salhi, the founder and managing director of Unveil DXB. Hello and welcome. Hang on, hang on. There you go. We've got you up. <laughs> welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Great to have you with us, uh, Sabrina. Now, um, uh, today's show, I feel like it's all about, you know, diversity. That's so important. Um, Absolutely. Uh, we've, we're talking about Caroline uh, and representation of uh, mature ranged models. But now... It's kind of about giving Muslim women the space that they need. And this is kind of what you've come up with, but it's not just for them. Tell us a bit more about Unveiled DXB. Okay. So Unveiled DXB is an event um, open to all women. That's the only criteria you have to be a lady. Sorry, boys. <laughs> um, open to all women, um, but definitely inclusive of the Muslim woman um, to come and enjoy, have a good time, dance, listen to good music, enjoy gourmet food, get pampered, expand your social network, meet new people and just have a good time in a, an environment that doesn't um, you know, compromise on your um, beliefs or on your personal principles. Why did you come up with this? Take me back. Okay, so let's go way back. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've had this idea for um, several years. Um, so it sort of started um, when I started to wear the hijab. Um, so I wore the hijab in my mid-twenties. Um, and not soon after, um, I got pregnant with my first son, which was amazing. Um, but as you know, when you get pregnant your body goes through changes etc and somewhere under all the layers of new fat and fabric I was kind of like oh <laughs> so <laughs> I was like all right okay really trying to find my feet um and um, I felt like you know it would be nice to go out with my friends and go somewhere but then I quickly realized that most of the places um that you go out to are basically have got a lot of alcohol um and especially if you want to listen to good music 
Um, so most of the places that play live music or have some kind of dancing arrangement are always mixed environments with alcohol. And of course, that wasn't really something that was compatible with me. Um, there were actually another couple of events that I went to um, that really pushed me to go for it, one of which was for my birthday. Um, so we had a big table of 15 ladies and it was one of those two-tier restaurants. So it had a downstairs and then it had a lounge upstairs. Um, so we'd finished our dinner, we all had an amazing time and we could hear the live band playing upstairs. So we thought, okay, let's take our non-alcoholic beverages that we've got now <laughs> and our desserts and let's head upstairs to the lounge and listen to them close up. And we were just about to go upstairs and we were stopped and they were like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't go upstairs. And we were like, oh, why? We just want to listen to the band. And they were like, well, you can't go upstairs with your hijab. No national dress or hijabs are allowed. And we were thinking, we're not going to strangle anyone with these scarves, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it is one of those settings. So I thought, OK, well, this is interesting. So if it's not something that we're being uh, something that we can't really kind of uh, participate in at the moment, I was like, nothing out there exists. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna create the platform because I really want to have a good time. I want to dance. I want to enjoy live music with my friends. And you're not the only one. Exactly. So there are so many. So we were talking about this off air. You know, growing up, um, you grew up in the UK. Yeah, I did. I grew up in Australia. Yeah, we're both Muslim. Yes, we have a quite similar experiences of not being able to find that space. Yeah for Muslim women, for modest women mm -hmm. um, who, you know, prefer that environment that is, you know, without alcohol, without, um, you know, men being there and mm -hmm. present, a place to um, kind of almost figuratively and literally let your hair down. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to exactly. kind of, you know, uh, and, and that's exactly what you've created. So yes. take us through what Unveil DXB actually looks like. What does a night out with Unveil DXB look like? Okay, so um, you come to our event, you're greeted at the door, you go inside, we have a cloakroom service. So a lot of the ladies um, are hijabis, not mm. all, but a lot of them are. Um, and if you are, that's fine, we've got a cloakroom, you can take off your abaya and your scarf, um, keep it with a member at reception, um, and then you can go in and enjoy the live music, meet and mingle with new ladies. Um, we have a pamper area as well. Um, so you can get everything from a massage to your nails done, to your hair, um, to glitter <laughs> on your face. <laughs> um, and we also have a pop-up section so you um, can in enjoy and shop the pop-ups. We try to support regional and local designers. So we invite them to come and showcase there um, and enjoy good food and just have a brilliant night out. So two things that are not allowed in there, well, three. So alcohol, no alcohol. No alcohol, no boys, and no photography. To get around the no photography, um, you know, side of it, um, we have a photo zone. So if anybody wants to take any selfies or if anybody wants to take pictures, we have a photo booth. So we've got- Because all the millennials, you're like, you know, you're the, <laughs> the going, you know, we, we, we are uh, here to cater for all the millennials. All the millennials are going, no, well, wait, what do you mean? What do, what do you mean no phones? <laughs> Hold on a minute. Okay. But what? <laughs> yeah, me being one of them. <laughs> so I like to But satisfy. all of us, all yeah, of us, yeah, you know, exactly. we, we just need to take those snapshots. Yeah, absolutely. Post them up to Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Put my hand, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, so we've got a beautiful floral background. 
Um, so you can go there, take all the selfies that you want. Specialist photo area exactly. for that. Exactly. Yeah. And um, a photo booth as well. So we've got unlimited prints. So you can take as many fun photos with your friends as you want mm-hmm. um, and take those prints home with you. We've got lots of um, fun props for you to play with as well. So definitely you can get your photography fixed for the night, um, but in a way that respects other people's privacy as well. Exactly. Yeah. Because when you go to weddings, even that it happens a lot, right? Yeah. You see, you know, there are women who want to take their their scarf off or whatever it is. And then you see that the phones come out and you're like, I'm never doing that again. You know, (laughs) I've been in those situations many times. Exactly. Uh, So it's just it's great to see that, you know, you have that in mind, that that there is that space uh, and women are really well taken care of and and their privacy is respected. Absolutely. It's very, very important. And I think that it's something that works because... If you are a woman that takes your, you know, hijab quite seriously or your privacy quite seriously, having a policy like that in place just makes you feel that but that bit more comfortable to take mm-hmm. off your hijab because mm-hmm. you know that your, you know, picture isn't going to end up on somebody else's social media feed tomorrow. We're going to continue the conversation with Sabrina Sahe in just a moment. We've got uh, lots of your texts and questions coming in for her. We are live on Instagram Live, Pulse95 Radio. If you've got uh, comments or questions, send them in for her now. uh, And we'll be reading some of those out next. It's Life Beats with me, Sally Musa, on Pulse95. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. This is Pulse95 with a story to tell. Life Beats beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Yeah, we are chatting with Sabrina Sarhe. She is the founder and managing director of Unveil DXB. It's a brand new concept for women here in the region. But you know what? For all women, I would say, I mean, yes, this is something that, uh, Sabrina, you created to cater for the needs of Muslim women, mm-hmm. not just millennials, because yeah. growing up and, you know, even now, this is something that I always dreamed about seeing. Oh, yeah. Somebody bought their grandma. Yeah. <laughs> the last time. I'm not joking. <laughs> it's amazing. Like we said, yeah. all women. All women. Yeah. Get in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It sounds fantastic. Sounds amazing. Um, but th- we've got uh, texts coming in uh, from people on Instagram Live. Mikhail? Yeah. Um, just a lot of people are interested about this unveiled uh, DXB thing you're talking about. Uh, Zainab, uh, Zainab Zubaida uh, was asking, where is this place and where can it be held? So this is the interesting thing so far. It's not actually in one permanent place, is it? Right. It's yet. N- yet. <laughs> uh, so far, it's a pop-up event. Um, so we're sampling the best of the UAE's um, social scene. So we basically take a really good venue, we shut it down and we just stamp unveiled on it. And it's like it becomes a ladies only space for that night. Um, so the best way to stay up to date is to go on unveildxb.com um, and follow us on Instagram, unveildxb, and we're going to be announcing where the next venue is. But we do plan to have something more permanent in place. All right, yes. I'm gonna put your, I'm gonna post your Instagram handle on the chat for sure. everyone to follow. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah but we'll uh, definitely have it up as well. Uh, we're going to be posting the, the podcast to this later on as well and making sure that we link you up as well uh, with Unveil DXB, but very easy to find. Uh, So this is very exciting. Tell us about the different locations that you've had so far and where you could be taking it next. Okay. Um, So, uh, so far, um, the previous two events that we've had have been at the Westin at Asia de Cuba and Cubana Lito at the Ibis. 
Um, and now with the nice winter months upon us, we want to take it outdoors. Nice. So hopefully we'll be sampling some of the weather and listening to some live music under the stars. Are we going to be seeing this hopefully coming to Sharjah? Yes. Abu Dhabi, Sharjah are definitely in the pipeline in 2019. So wow. definitely watch this space. That is a very exciting. What about internationally? Are you looking at doing this internationally as well? Yes. Um, we've actually had a great response. And I think the beautiful thing about us women is we all share so many things in common, including our need to blow some steam and have a good time. Um, and this is something that um, I think that women across the region are really connecting with. So um, we're hoping to take this to the wider GCC, um, uh, for example, Saudi Arabia um, and Kuwait. Um, and I'd love to see this in the UK as well. And I'm already working on that. That's where I'm from and want to hit London. To Oz. Come to Oz. <laughs> oh, <Australia>. yes. <laughs> I'd you love to, to come to Australia. You have to come to Australia as well. Don't leave definitely. it out. Definitely. Oh, no, definitely. I lived there for a while. It's got a, a soft place in my heart and I would love to go back and run Unveiled there. That would be a dream. I, I think it would be a dream for, for Muslim women there. I'm sure. To find their place finally. Because I remember, you know, being from there, it's something that I always thought, oh my gosh, why is this not here? Why is this not happening? Yeah. And yeah. finally you've made it happen, which is brilliant. But tell me about your um, your journey as an entrepreneur as well and mm -hmm. making this happen. And, you know, how did it happen? How did you finally, you, you know, get it to happen? Do you, do you have entrepreneurial, uh, you know, background history? I think... My parents can testify to this. Ever since I was a child, I was always like sitting them down on a sofa and be like, mom and dad, I've got a new idea. Sit down, I'm going <laughs> to present to you. So it was like this all amazing bed that gives you like sound and massage. And I always had these wacky ideas growing up. Um, but I have always had this um, entrepreneurial fire inside me. Um, I always knew from a young age that I wanted to start um, a business. Um, I think it's amazing to work for, um, you know, a corporation because it teaches you so many life skills. And I have. It teaches so many life skills. What did you do before? Um, I come well. I studied international business, mm -hmm. so I've done the whole um, operations manager side of it. Um, but I've always been very creative. So um, interior um, I, design, I think. Yes, interior. Yes, exactly. So I took the creative route. I after becoming a mother, I decided, you know, I'm going to go with my creative flow. I've always been interested in interiors and in events. So I've been exploring um, both of them for the past few years now. Fantastic. Yeah. And then. Yeah. And and then has it been difficult, particularly as somebody who wears a hijab, mm -hmm. you know, is it because obviously you establish this place as, you know, a place for you. Mm -hmm. But in the corporate world or, you know, in the world of work, it, have you kind of experienced something where that the hijab may not have been looked upon as favorably as it should be. Mm -hmm. Let's just put it that way. Yes, actually. Um, it's funny because we live in such an interesting place. We have so many different nationalities. It's like a melting pot here. It's amazing. Um, mm. But uh, it's it's funny because uh, the nationalities are kind of segregated in some way. So everybody kind of sticks to their own um, national cliques, if you'd like. Um, and I think that some corporations are set up um, and they need to embody kind of nationalities like a British school or an American school, etc. Um, I think back to one particular uh, instance where um, I have two young kids. So um, I wanted to enroll them into nursery. Um, and I also wanted to work part time, but something that was very flexible and somewhere that I could be close to them just for a short while. Mm. Um, so I remember being offered a, a nursery manager role um, on the condition that I remove my hijab. 
which I thought was very interesting because we live in a Muslim country. So those are the kind of um, obstacles wow. that you do face out here. And um, I guess it's up to you how you take it. I mean, yeah. I can imagine uh, facing something like that outside, but yeah. that, you know, that is something that I didn't expect at all to, to see. But, you know, it just goes to show you that this can happen anywhere. Exactly. Um, and that's why representation matters, Absolutely. which is why I'm so happy that you're here. We are <laughs> continuing the conversation with Sabrina Salhi. Uh, she's the founder and managing director of Unveil DXB, a whole brand new way for women, not just Muslim women, but it does definitely cater to them and includes them. Uh, and uh, this is very, very exciting. We're going to be continuing the conversation. If you've got questions or comments, do text those in now. We are on Instagram Live. We are also there on 4215 on Etisada 2 On Do. It's Life Beats on Pulse95. From the heart of Sharjah. From the heart of Sharjah. From the heart of Sharjah. Pulse95. Something to talk about. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Yes, I've got Sabrina Salhi in the studio with me today. Uh, and we are talking about Unveiled DXB. We're also talking about, we had a long conversation in the break, all about motherhood and uh, how hard it can be, Sabrina. You know, just not when you have kids because a lot of us look forward to being a mum and then you don't realise how hard it can be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so you know, as we were saying um, in the break, um, I was saying I've, I was one of those people that always looked forward to being a mum. One of those people that said, you know, I'm going to babysit your kids. I, I just couldn't wait to be a mum. And um, you kind of don't really know the full depth of your heart's ability to feel love until you look into your baby's eyes and you're so like, wow, true. this so is amazing. Yeah. Um, and then you've got all of that. But then there's also the other side, which is incredibly challenging. The part that people don't tell you about, like the... Because otherwise you'd never have kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all a trick. <laughs> no, but um, it's an amazing, amazing thing. But it is really tough as well. You know, like the sleepless nights and it's very very challenging it's it's more mental um than anything and it's also physical you know i feel like i was like severely sleep deprived for years on end oh, i just stopped saying about it people are like how are you did you sleep well i'm like yeah <laughs> it's like you hate hearing that question yeah you're just like um yeah because it's really hard because you feel like just you know can you not read my eye bags <laughs> the bags under my eyes will tell my you my eyes are bloodshot <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. But then yeah. even, you know, from there, um, as somebody who, you know, was working before kids, mm -hmm. uh, it can be really difficult for women to make that transition back again after having children. Absolutely. I think we as women are the ones that experience um, the changes to our bodies. You know, we get pregnant, we give birth and we're there as their primary carers. Um, and um, although as supportive as, you know, they can be husbands, I mean, just men in general, I mean, after the delivery of their uh, son or daughter, like a couple of days, a few days, maybe a week later, they go back to their life and nothing changes whatsoever. Whereas we have these great big gaps in our career. Um, so we are focusing on motherhood and we're doing it to the best of our ability. But at the same time, the business world, I mean, if you're not, running then basically that's it you have to run to stand still and everything's moving at the speed of light mm -hmm. and um you know before you know it you get left behind 
um, and then the step to go back into the business world seems really big and it seems bigger and bigger every year that goes past. So taking that leap is um, takes an um, immense amount of um, self-confidence and it's really, um, you know, something that comes from within. You really have to overcome all these years that, um, you know, you've built up of maybe a lack of self-confidence. You're like, can I really still do this? Am I a bit out of touch? You know, all of these emotions and these thoughts are going through your mind and you really have to overcome these mental obstacles to be able to take the leap and um, get back into the business world. For sure. But tell, tell me about your personal experience and how that happened for you. Um, I think that um, I had my uh, children uh, close. So um, they're 17 months apart. Um, so how I was, old are they now? They are almost four and five and a half. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, so um, for me, it, I did take that time out. Um, and I did focus on um, motherhood and I did do, do things um, that were k- kind of worked with my schedule, if you like. Um, but to get back into the business world again, I think um, took a huge uh, mental effort on my part. I think um, a lot of ladies out there, they may struggle with things like anxiety and um, depression. These are feelings that I went through. Um, in motherhood and I think that I really had to work hard to um, you know figure out where all of my um, uh, where all the issues lied and um, I had to really work on them uh, to be able to take that leap and do such a thing I mean it it was it was basically like asking someone who had never been on an airplane before in their life to uh, skydive that's how big of a leap it seemed like to me wow yeah and and so what did you do how did you you talk about working on yourself Mm -hmm. what did you do exactly I did lots of little things that if you take them apart they seem like really insignificant like how did this um contribute to your success but it was things like essential oils um buying candles that I really liked enrolling in Zumba you know, painting, buying a canvas I hadn't painted in a long time. I decided that I was going to do the things that used to make me happy, really reconnect with who it is that I am, I used to be, and I've kind of lost along these years. And all these little things, every single day, I promised myself that I was going to do something that's going to remind me of who I am and what makes me happy. I was going to put myself first. And every day I did these small things. I took up yoga. I was meditating. I reconnected with my faith. Um, And, you know, I was painting and using essential oils. And before you know it, every single day I was taking a step in the right direction until one day I look back and I thought, you know what, I feel a lot better today and I really feel that I can take this challenge yeah 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 exactly it's it's one of those things where you just think it's actually not that big it's like you said it's all those little things that add up that can just make such a big difference in the end yeah absolutely absolutely um I think that it's very important to um, not underestimate these sort of feelings that we go through. Um, But I also feel like these feelings are a blessing because had I not felt this nagging feeling of I need to be productive, I need to fulfill my potential, um, that's what it all came down to. I said, maybe that's why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling right now. So I explored those feelings and um, that's what made me take the, the leap forward. I want to come back in just a second and just ask you about how you're managing to juggle motherhood and entrepreneurship, what you're teaching your kids about it. Do they see mom being an amazing entrepreneur? Uh, That's all coming up with Sabrina Sanhe after this here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Talk about radio. 
It's Pulse 95. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Talking to the founder and uh, managing director of Unveil DXB, Sabrina Sahe, we're just having a good old conversation all about um, motherhood and what that's like and transitioning not just back into the workplace, but becoming an entrepreneur. And how on earth do you juggle it, Sabrina? Well, <laughs> it looks easier than it is. <laughs> um I think that there isn't one clear-cut answer for everyone. Mm. Everyone's got to find their own rhythm, their own beat. And different things work for different people. Um, I think for me, it was um, just working around my kids' uh, schedule. So they're in school now. So while they're at school, I'm, you know, getting as much done as possible. Then there's a, you know, school pickup. Then you bring them home and then you do mummy for a bit. And then it's like, then you've got your evening as well. And then when they're off school, they're on your lap while you're trying to type an email. But you just kind of <laughs> go with it, you know. You roll with the punches. Of course you do. Yeah. Do they know what mummy's doing? Do they know that mummy's a big entrepreneur? Um, it's funny because they saw my picture in a magazine and I didn't tell them that I was there. My, my daughter was just flicking through it and she just looked at it, pointed at it, looked at me, looked at the magazine, <laughs> looked at me and said, is this you, mommy? <laughs> so at first, when they first saw me going to meetings and going out, they were like, mommy, where are you going? And, um, but now they're used to it. Um, so and it, it's an I important thing. I want to be a good role model to my kids, especially to my daughter. I have a boy and a girl. Um, and, you know, um, kids are always looking up to their parents. And I wanted to be a good example. I wanted to show her that you can be a good mum and you can have um, a career and you can have um, uh, a life and you can be, you, you, you know, you can have faith. You can do so many different things. So I really, really want to model that to my daughter and my son. You know, it's, it's really interesting that you said, you know, I want to be a great role model to my daughter. But... Um, it's almost like you make more of an impact to your son because, you know, for him to grow up seeing uh, an amazing, strong, active, independent woman who is creating something fantastic um, like that, for more boys to see that, I think that is really powerful. Exactly. Well, well, we are raising the next generation of husbands and wives. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So hopefully, you know, um, you know, I will you know, raise uh, a son and a daughter who are um, understanding, who are caring and who grew up seeing role models around them that they now feel that they can go out and do whatever they need to do in the world and achieve their dreams. Mm, And definitely something that you alluded to uh, just uh, before, talking about uh, those moments which can be more difficult, you know, experiencing things like anxiety and depression particularly for someone who's an entrepreneur because it can be so lonely we know that entrepreneurs that is one of the most uh, difficult kind of uh, times uh, for that group of people mm-hmm. when you're starting a business when you're running a business you're often doing things by yourself until you can get it up and running and you always have to be going to pitches to meetings putting on the most uh, you know amazing face you know yeah for people to, to believe in you and your vision. But inside, there could be a lot going on in there as well. Absolutely. And I think anybody who started anything can really relate. Uh, you know, when you are an entrepreneur, everything rides on you. You don't have anyone that you can deflect blame on. Ultimately, if an event is successful, okay, um, or if it's not successful, you the buck 
stops with you mm-hmm. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it can be incredibly lonely. And, you know, there's there is a lot of pressure because there are things that need to be done. There are deadlines and you are ultimately um, the face and you are the one that's keeping everything going and keeping the ship sailing, yeah. you know. So, yeah, you're going to go through difficult times, but you kind of just have to, like, suck it up and get on with it. I mean, you oh, you have to overcome nerves. For example, on my way to the studio, my heart was <laughs> pounding out of my chest. But then you just get on with it, and you know that's it. It's, it hasn't been long enough, quite frankly. No. We could go on for another hour <laughs> with you, Sabrina Salhi. It's been an absolute pleasure. But hold on, what's next for you? What are you working on? We talked a little bit about this earlier. Yes. Um, So all I would say is stay tuned on our Instagram account. There's going to be some announcements coming up. We are taking Unveiled Outdoors Under the Stars. um, And there are lots of exciting projects that we're working on for 2019, which are soon to be announced. Your advice for those uh, who uh, have dreams, just like you, what should they be doing? I say it all starts from within. Just make sure that you're in a happy place. Take care of yourself and the rest will take care of itself. We can't wait. We're following your journey, Sabrina. It's been absolutely fabulous. Thank you so much. And that's it for Life Beats today. Don't forget, uh, our shows are always podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Make sure that you subscribe so then you'll get all of the updates on what's uh, going up there. Uh, And if you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us on lifebeats at SMC. .ae. would love to hear from you and what you think. Uh, and tomorrow, Dr. Sheetal Kini of Lighthouse Arabia is going to be with us to share the most effective communication skills for a thriving marriage. Join me again tomorrow on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Talk about radio. Talk about radio. It's Pulse 95.